Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This podcast of The Michael Graham Show is brought to you by Matt Hermes. If you have a high-end home and you're looking to sell, call Matt at Keller Williams Realty. Matt Hermes specializes in luxury homes in areas like Hamilton Mill, Sugarloaf, Chateau Elan, and more. For more information, visit atlantahomesguru.com forward slash radio. And so what I want to see first and foremost is I want to see officers stop using lethal force as a first resort and use it as a last resort. I don't want to be insulting the freedom of speech. Everyone has the right to freedom of speech, and, and it's good to stand by that principle. But these people are not standing by that principle. They're standing by the principle of hatred for other people. We have a dictionary of Klingon. We ought to have a dictionary of Clintonism. This is the Michael Graham Show on News Radio 1067. Welcome, uh... The Cinco de Cuatro. <laughs> Good morning. It's 9-0-something here on News Radio 1067. I am Michael Graham, your host, MC, star of the show, renowned spoiler of women, Known enemy of the jihad, the geekiest white guy east of the Mississippi River, and soon to be the drive time host on Radio ISIS. Who knew? The only place in the world where they're adding radio stations and radio jobs. Terrorism. Radio, it's a real thing. It really is. And I'm going to ask you to help me with that. The hashtag is uh, Radio ISIS hit songs. But first, today, as you heard the President of the United States say, it is Cinco de Cuatro. It is Cinco de Cuatro in all 57 states for all you bitter clingers who, uh, if you liked your doctor, have kept your doctor. And here, a representative of the Cinco de Cuatro community, uh, my uh, technical producer, soccer boy, uh, Buenas Noches. You know I'm not Mexican, right? Uh, whatever. It's all, it's, it's Cinco de Cuatro. It's you, it's you people's day. And I want to make sure that you people and all you, you people out there of Hispanical persuasions know what do you mean, you that people? we, uh, you people, we as fallen, evil, cursed people of power who have no culture to defend whatsoever because we are responsible for all evil. Help you have a great day. Now, so Cinco de Cuatro at your house? Like, did did did, did Cinco Claus come? How did, just to tell me how a typical Cinco de Cuatro event would go, soccer boy. I eat a taco and then get on with my day. Uh, by the way. I hit up Taco Bell. That's what I did. Taco Bell, free tacos this morning. Did you see that? Free breakfast tacos? I didn't, but I, I wanted to send someone out it's, to go get some. It's them. free breakfast tacos today. But you know, with Taco Bell, nothing is free. You will definitely pay for it later. And so will your coworkers, particularly if you have a community bathroom um so what did you say you i said today's your day to get anything you want what did you say you wanted a sombrero a sombrero that's what you wanted i, I, said, I, I, I actually th- like those uh mexican luchador masks <laughs> like the wrestling thing yeah you like that i've always wanted one of those early you said i want an ice cream so we're, we're efforting that right now i don't how do you say uh las effortatas that right now for you on cinco de cuatro wait what 
We're trying to help you get your stuff because it's your day, and we want you to know I understand that I, as a guilty Caucasian person of power, am completely responsible for all the evil in the world. And so today's just another day that I take responsibility for that, and I apologize. Muy apologato, mi amigo da more. Well, you tried. Huh? You tried. I, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm giving it up for you. I am uh, absolutely... Um, uh, and so, uh, anyway, that's that'll be part of the conversation here on the Michael Graham show. I, I'm, I want to ask you. I've had some interesting, um, you know, feedback from the world. As some of you know, uh, a few years ago, I pointed out that Islam has a problem with uh, terrorism that no other major religion shares. That was true in 2005. It's true today. It hasn't changed. Alas, all in fact, it's, if anything, it's gotten worse. Other religions have gotten more and more peaceful, and uh, the religion of peace uh, has not. And uh, it's been fascinating to me. I mentioned on the show yesterday that it, I've never seen a situation where the people being shot at were the people who are being attacked for being shot at. You know, it's your fault. It really is the classic story of she was asking for it. It's, you know, she was wearing a miniskirt, so whatever happened to her is on her. You know, you stood up and said something mean about Islam, so whatever happened to you is on you. I don't get it. Do we have Chris Matthews talking about that? He was having a conversation yesterday, and he used an interesting metaphor involving rodents that I thought was interesting. Since we're learning more about the government who opened fire at an event where an anti-Islamic group held a contest on who could draw the lastiest, nastiest cartoon of Muhammad. Do you believe that people set that kind of a mousetrap? That's interesting to me. Set that kind of a mousetrap. In other words... You put something out that you knew would draw the mice. And in this case, the mice are murderous terrorists. So don't you have to believe that Muslims are murderous terrorists in order to believe that the cheese, if you will, to use the metaphor, the drawings would work? In other words, if you honestly believe that the cheese will draw the rats, then you have to believe that the people being drawn are rats. You have to believe that Muslims are prone to terrorism. Am I not getting that right? Isn't it? In other words, uh, you can set out the Virgin Mary painting an elephant dung, which has been done at taxpayers' expense. You can have you know uh, Jesus Christ in a bottle of urine, which has been done at taxpayers' expense. You can have stage plays uh, about Jesus being gay, which has been done at taxpayers' expense. No one would ever. No one has ever said that that was the bait in a terrorist mousetrap. Why not? Because nobody believes that evangelical Christians, even devout evangelical Christians, are going to show up and kill. Do you see my point? For for the things that we're being told to be true, you have to really have a lousy opinion of Muslims. So I want to say something very very clearly here. At 844-404-1067. You're welcome to uh, come in. And I want to talk for a second to the the Muslim community, people who are Muslim who are listening. And thank you very much for listening. I don't think you're terrorists by nature. I don't think that there's something wrong with you as people that makes it incomprehensible, that you don't understand killing people over a cartoon is wrong. I think that there's something wrong with your religion. Your religion teaches people 
that killing people in the name of your religion is the right thing to do. Your religion teaches people that killing is a legitimate part of your faith. There's nothing wrong with you. Your brains are fine. Your genes are fine. Your moral uh, abilities are as legitimate as anyone else's. You just are part of an awful, awful religion that teaches horrible, awful things. So I don't want to insult. I, 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 I apologize on behalf of all these people in media who are saying that there's something corrupt about your brain that you don't understand that killing is wrong. And therefore, you show up at a drawing and you can't, you know, at a cartoon contest, you can't help yourself. Oh, no, you can help yourself. You just choose to follow this religion. And this religion teaches things that are horrifically egregious in the modern world. And some people in your religion take those teachings more seriously than you do. And they act on them. So Muslims, you don't deserve this kind of treatment that you are somehow uh, morally paralyzed or morally incompetent. No, you're not. You're just part of a horrible religion, some of whose members choose to do horribly awful things. They know what they're doing. They get it completely. <laughs> I just, it's, they're not little mice being trapped. They know they're walking up going, hey, see that guy? Yeah, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him in the name of my religion. Here's why. It's right here. This is what I believe. I understand it. I'm tweeting it. I'm writing it down. I've never seen such a bigotry. There really is a bigotry in the idea that, oh, Michael, we can't draw those pictures because the Muslims just don't know no better. They're just too dumb. They're just too stupid. No, they're not. Stop it. Stop insulting uh, my Muslim brethren. They know exactly that they're committing murder. They just think that the murder is legitimate because of their faith. When people are asked, I love the debate today. ISIS says on ISIS radio, which I still can't get over that. ISIS radio. Hey, we're back. You know, uh, that ISIS is taking responsibility for this killing. Uh, no, no, no. This debate about is it ISIS, is it not ISIS? No, it's not ISIS. It's not. It's Islam. It's the teachings inside Islam that some Muslims take seriously and act on. So don't blame. I'm not blaming ISIS. Take credit, not take credit. These guys never had to go to an ISIS meeting. They don't have their 60 days ISIS card or anything. You know, I got my, hello, my name is Ahmed and I'm an ISIS. You know, they don't need that. They've, they've got their faith. Their faith has its teachings. Its teachings are interpreted to justify violence all over the world by literally hundreds of millions of Muslims. Why are you guys talking about all this other fringe stuff? We see exactly what's going on. Stop insulting Muslims. Stop debating ISIS. We all know what caused, quote, the violence. Individuals chose to follow the teachings of their faith. 844-404-1067. Michael Graham now and the Kimmer at noon on News Radio 1067. I don't want to be insulting the freedom of speech. Everyone has the right to freedom of speech, and, and it's good to stand by that principle. But these people are not standing by that principle. They're standing by the principle of hatred for other people. That's their guiding light. That's what they do. They are intentionally trying to provoke a response from the Muslim community. And unfortunately, this was predictable. And, and you know that because the police told them in order to hold this event, they would have to have $10,000 worth of security on hand. They had a SWAT team outfitted like it was Baghdad. It's 920. Oh, yeah. Michael Graham. So, so did you hear the insult in that from NBC, quote, terrorism analyst Evan Coleman? Uh, they had to know it was going to happen. They had to know it was like they had to expect. So you're telling me that when you 
do things that Muslims don't like, you should expect them to shoot people. I'm sorry, isn't that the most offensively anti-Muslim thing you've ever heard? Wouldn't it be like saying, well, hey, you know, whatever, if you... Give me a, a soccer boy, it's your day at Cinco de Cuatro. What's a stereotype I'm allowed to use for an analogy here about Hispanical, Latina? We like tacos? Taco, okay. It'd be like saying, well, hey, you know if you have free taco day at Taco Bell, you should expect riots because you know Hispanic people are going to riot. Isn't that, wouldn't that be offensive? Wouldn't that, I mean, I, I would never say that. And yet here are all these people again and again and again saying, well, Michael, what do you expect? They're only Muslims. It's not like they can think about what they're doing. What an awful, insulting thing. In fact, it's so insulting that the uh, MSNBC guy, Evan Coleman, figures it out and has to lie to cover his tracks. I don't think it's any great revelation that if you shout fire in a crowded theater mm -hmm. and you incite people and you say nasty invective about people's ancestors and their religious symbols, that there are a couple of crazy nutcases that are going to come out of the woodwork and are going to try to take action over that. But that has nothing to do with Islam. Nothing. There are Christians, there are Jews, there are plenty of other people from other faiths who have done the exact same thing. 844-404-1067, really who? Where are they? Where is the Christian who has killed somebody over a cartoon? 844-404-1067. It has nothing to do with Islam. Really? Who? Where is the Jewish guy, Jewish gal, the Hindu guy, Hindu gal, who has killed somebody in the modern era? Please don't call me with examples from 1629. Where are they? Where, just, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not arguing. I'm asking. I've been told two things. Number one, there's something wrong with Muslims. They can't control themselves, and the people who organized this knew it. Wow, what a horrible, awful thing to say about Muslims. And then number two, uh, well, everybody else does it. It has nothing to do with Islam. Now that, now that you mentioned, now that I realize I said such a horrible thing, I love that. How he kind of goes, hey, wait, did I, didn't I just say that there's something wrong with Muslims? He says, well, it's not just Muslims now. It's Christians, Jews. Okay, where are they? Where are the Christians, Jews? I can give you the examples of the offensive art. Look, if you're a, a believing, faithful person in America, you are under constant assault. Anyone ever watch the TV show Family Guy? If you are a believing Christian in America, you are under constant assault. Anyone heard of President Barack Obama trying to force Christians to abandon their faith, telling them that they have to if they want to own a business, and using the government to try to stop them? So I got all kinds of examples of Christians actually being attacked, attacked, not cartoons or drawings or whatever, but actual attacks. But I can't find the example of the Christian responding to a cartoon or a movie or a TV show by shooting people. You just heard the MSNBC guy say it. 844-404-1067. Uh, and uh, do you agree that it's an awful insulting thing to say that you expect Muslims to be violent uh, it's it's it sounds like the worst kind of imagine applying that stereotype to, for example, African-American citizens. You would be uh, rightly in big trouble. Thomas, you're on the air. Thanks for the call. Go right ahead. Well, I think it's unfair to just blame all members of uh, religion for the acts of a few. And the example I would use would be the KKK. I mean, they consider themselves a Christian organization. Mm -hmm. I was raised Christian. I don't think. Anybody uh, should right. consider me in the same light that they would, you know, see the Klan. And I think the reality is you could even call police officers terrorist organizations. I mean, anyone who does things just to make people afraid, to scare people, you know, they call it a show of mm -hmm. force. But the real issue is in the language. 
you know, we choose words and we create stereotypes. I mean, just because somebody's a thug, they get you immediately think of a black male. But you don't need to be black to be a thug any more than you need to be Muslim to be a terrorist. Thomas, can I ask you a question? Do you do you have a radio talk show somewhere? No, I'd you like should. To. You should seriously, because you just gave me three great topics in like four sentences, and so I want to back <laughs> up. Look, the thug one, the thug one. I'm sorry. This this has to do with with my life experience when you live in the northeast surrounded by union guys you never think uh-huh. black guy with thug you always think union right. guy with thug so i that's pro, that's proje- that's projecting people who use the word thug are not necessarily thinking anything about race that's projecting from from other experiences but let's get back to your first point where you said look at christians and look at the clan and i would ask you where is a christian church in america in the last 30 years where you can go as a member of the clan and say, hi, hello, my fellow brethren. I love Jesus. And here's my pillowcase. Where is that church? Well, I don't know of that church. I hope it doesn't. Exist. I don't think it does. But, and I think that's, but, that's why I think I, you're, you're making a comparison that, 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 that has some validity to a degree, but only a small amount, because right now you can announce today, I want to cut off the heads of the Jews in the name of Muhammad. And there are literally millions of people who will invite you to thousands of mosques to sit and worship with them. Do you see the difference? Well, I happen to have a lot of Muslim friends. Okay. And they tend to be the most devout people in terms of how they view their own sure. faith. And, and I would never envision my friends who happen to be Muslim mm-hmm. doing some of the things that these so-called terrorists do. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I think it's all about the language. Okay. You know, we, we label the wrong... We, we take a word, and it, it becomes associated with a group. So what's the word that you're uncomfortable with? Well, I mean, I don't like the word terrorist only being uh, attached to Muslims, because, like I said, I mean, right. Cobb County police follow me all over Cobb County. I can say they were a terrorist. Okay, once again, another great topic. They, Tom, they, Thomas, they Thomas, it's another great topic, and we will get to Cobb County at another future show. But I, one last thing before I let you go. I don't. I don't know anyone who doesn't use the word terrorist for terrorists in general. It's just that when ninety nine percent of the terrorist attacks are coming from people in the same group, it's about, you're just going to hear them a lot. I don't know if you can say it on the air, but how about if we call people who do stupid things a holes? Well, listen, that's a non racist, non you know ethnic dude, implication. If they, if they go around killing people, they're a holes. And Thomas, uh, fine word, uh, but I, you you are using that word because you want to avoid the natural truth, which is there's only one group of people that someone would say, "Don't draw that; they'll kill you." There's only one group of people who about people who say, "Don't say that." They'll kill you. Don't leave their religion. They'll kill you. There's only one group of people that will do that. And you're trying to come up with a generic word that should be applied to people like, frankly, me, to evade the natural truth. And I think, Thomas, you're better than that. Great call. 844-404-1067. We've got more of this coming up. Also, Georgia has considered in the past, and now a county is going to do it. You're a mom. You don't get your kid to school. He misses too many days. You go to jail. Is this a good move? You tell me. I'm Michael Graham. Good morning. It's 934. I am Michael Graham, your host, MC, and star of the show. The phone number 844-404-1067. Coming up uh, later should Georgia start throwing parents in jail for kids who are missing too much school? 
Uh, like many people in America, I heard the news that ISIS was claiming responsibility for the uh, terror attack on the cartoon contest. Uh, and I was unimpressed. I, they don't need to take uh, credit or try to take credit. This is pointless. We, we all know what takes, quote, credit for that attack, and that is the uh, theology of Islam. And so, you know, it's all about Islam. It has nothing to do with ISIS or any specific group. These guys didn't have to go to a meeting. Uh, they're just following the uh, teachings of their faith that are followed by literally millions of people around the world. Um, and so, uh, but what really shocked me was the fact that we found this news out from radio ISIS. <laughs> who, who knew there was an ISIS? I mean, I'm familiar with Radio Disney. You know, uh, and, I, I, you know, sometimes when I'm, uh, you know, uh, going down the AM dial, I'll hear, you know, programming in Spanish and Portuguese and Russian and Korean. I had no idea that ISIS had their own radio station. And I don't know if that says something about the power of ISIS or the decline of radio. I don't know which side of this is, but I was been, so I've been asking myself all morning at 844-404-1067. Okay. If I get the call to go over and DJ on Radio ISIS, what I mean, what do they play? Maybe some Gap Band. That sounds good. Absolutely, that could uh, happen. Uh, and so uh, it's just I, I, I'm trying to think of given the demographic for Radio ISIS, what would the hit songs be? So we've got a hashtag. Radio ISIS hit songs that you can use on Twitter, or you can email me, michael at michaelgram.com, or uh, you can give me a call at 844-404-1067. And we've got uh, Soccer Boy uh, spinning the stacks of wax straight from the Radio ISIS uh, top 10 uh, list. So uh, if you have some help for us on that, we would appreciate it. Because if there's an opportunity for a gig, i got to pay the bills. I also... uh, I think it's interesting, and we played the audio earlier of the N- NBC terrorism guy claiming that. Watch well, out here. Let's, let's listen to this quickly one more time. This is the claim that this that the violence has nothing to do with Islam. That Michael Graham is totally wrong. It has to do with something else. I don't think it's any great revelation that if you shout fire in a crowded theater and you incite people and you say nasty invective about people's ancestors and their religious symbols, that there are a couple of crazy nutcases that are going to come out of the woodwork and are going to try to take action over that. But that has nothing to do with Islam. There are Christians, there are Jews, there are plenty of other people from other faiths who have done the exact same thing. Gosh darn it, I have racked my brain and I've gone to Google. I can't find these modern... Christians, Jews, and others who have shot people or blown people up or cut their heads off over a cartoon. So if you can remind me of the great Christian cartoon caper of Ought 6, 844-404-1067. Think about what it's like, for example, and I know there aren't a lot of them here down south, uh, to be a Catholic in America today. Now, I'm still from South Carolina. We didn't have any Catholics, you know, because we, uh, you know, we killed them and ate them. But uh, I'm, I'm kidding. We, we, we didn't need them. Um, but uh, we don't have a lot of Catholics. But think about you're Catholic. You turn on television. What is it? Jokes about priests, you know, boy rape and blah, blah, blah. You turn on movies and Catholics are either, you know, hypocrites, you know, closet gays or they're part of some evil scheme to destroy Tom Hanks and the world. Uh, you know, you you try to run your business as a Catholic and you're ordered to pay for birth control. You try to buy the government. 
You try to run your florist as a Catholic. You don't want to participate in same-sex marriage, and you end up getting hit with hundreds of thousands of dollars of fines. Your business gets taken away from you. Those are real, those are truly aggressive acts against people based on their faith, and not just from some, uh, uh, you know, a handful of, of nuts in your community. That's your government. That's your neighbors. That's your culture all attacking you. Where are the Catholic gunmen? Where are the Catholic? Uh, the flip side of that is the ACT UP movement where uh, people protesting the Catholic Church's position on uh, contraception would show up at Catholic masses and throw condoms at people and scream and yell and pour fake blood on the ground. Those people went in the Catholic Church, insulted the Catholics of the faith, threw face, threw crap on the ground, threw condoms at little children, and nobody shot them. So when this guy says everybody does it, that it has nothing to do with Islam. But that has nothing to do with Islam. I'm very, very confused. When he says everybody else has done it, I'm very, very confused. 844-404-1067. We're also looking for... Uh, what should be, uh, what music will they be playing on Radio ISIS? Mark, you're on the air with Michael Graham. Thanks for the call. Always a pleasure, Michael. Uh, two quick things. I think your guys ought to get a hold of, uh, of Radio ISIS. See if you could do a joint broadcast with either uh, Muhammad Graham <laughs> or, because, or because of the time zone, maybe Khalifa Peterson. Uh <laughs> The other item was regarding the uh, jail time for parents. Yes. I'll disagree I'll disagree with that. I think they should be fined with the money's going to defray the cost of teachers having to get paid for summer school. Ah, okay, that's a good idea. Fines that would make more sense. I, I, I like that. That's a good suggestion. By the way, the name of the noon to three host on Radio ISIS isn't uh Khalifa Peterson. It's uh, the Caliph. Hey, it's only me. It's only the Caliph. So, uh, bomber. I hardly knew her. Uh, 844-404-1067 is the number as we go to Mimi. Mimi, you are on the air with Michael Graham. Okay, I'm going to say it on open radio. No, I do not like Muslims because I feel like the thing that some of them have done has made me form my opinion about all of them. I was in the store just the other day, and when I had a book bag, I moved away because I was afraid. I never know when they're going to drop a bomb. And I think they bought all the locally gas stations because they want to own all the oil and the gas, and they get ready to blow up everything they can. So they own everything around us. So I don't know. I don't like them. I'm being honest. And then they say, well, what about white people not liking blacks? Okay, blacks are known to break in and do violence. That's their opinion. But this is mine. I don't like them. I don't but, like Muslims. But, Islam, but period. Maybe, I'm not going to ask you about the uh, other, you know, other stereotypes part. That, that's a good question. But I want to ask you about something more specific. We got like three million real Muslims in the United States. Mm. Uh, and, you know, we have almost no Muslim you know, violence here. You know, Texas was you know, a glaring exception. Are you really telling me that two, you know, two point nine 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 million Muslims, you know, uh, acting like everybody else, you know, that's not when good I enough? See, when I see them, I, I, I immediately think all of them terrorists. I don't know why. 
I'm sorry. When I see them, I don't like to go to their stores or none of that. Mimi, well, listen, we call the show The Natural Truth. Thank you for sharing how you really feel. I don't agree, but I'm glad you feel comfortable coming on the show and sharing it at 844-404-1067. So we think we know what the, what the tunes are spinning. You know what we should ask about the, the number one hit song on Radio Isis? We should ask musical uh, expert extraordinaire Greg Talmadge in the Havilland Express with Travis. Greg, if you got a gig <laughs> to play at, uh, yeah. where, where do you play now? You you do a gig now on the weekend. Where do you yeah, go? I go Johnny's Hideaway. Yeah. Johnny's Hideaway. So yeah. if you got a name, a, a call for Jihad Hideaway, <laughs> what would be the first uh, song you would drop on the turntable? Well, I'll tell you, you mentioned one of them earlier. You dropped a bomb on me. Right? That'd, that'd be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, if you think of any others, share them with Smoke us. Smoke on the water. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Graham now and the Kimmer at noon on News Radio 1067. Allahu Ekbash and welcome back to Radio Isis. I'm your host, Kasim Kasim. That was almost paradise by Loverboy. A long distance dedication to Ahmed from his brothers at Al Qaeda Local 127 who want to remind him this time, make sure the detonator is plugged in. Oh, you crazy guys. Hey, now it's contest time on Radio Isis. We'll take the third bomber at 800 Jihadi for your chance to win a weekend at the famous Goat Ranch in the wilds of Kandahar. And yes, guys, they're real goats. You know what they say, what happens in Kandahar stays in Kandahar. Am I right? And now... A song every young jihadi loves to hear right before he plows his explosive-laden car into a crowd of infidels. From Madonna, it's like a virgin. And guys, we'd hit that 72 times. Am I right? It's 951. I am Michael Graham. I'm auditioning for Radio Isis right now. You never know what's going to happen in the world of radio over here. So uh, what do you think? Muhammad Graham followed by... It's only me. It's only the caliph. It could happen at 844-404-1067. So now that we know that ISIS has a radio station, what songs are you likely to hear on the station? Let's ask Russ. Russ, you're on the air with Michael Graham. Hey, Michael. How about Rock the Casbah? Okay. That sounds and there's a... And, and what else? There you go. There's a song by um, Judas Priest called um, The Heads Are Gonna Roll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know hold that your head up by Argent. Uh, we got there are a lot of songs. So I got. I'm counting on your help. You can email me Michael at michaelgram.com or give us a call eight four 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 zero four one zero six seven. Will rock the Casbah. That would absolutely work. And I still, once again, the part that bothers me the most is this presumed, of uh, uh, this pre- presumption of violence from Muslims that you hear in the comments that we're getting from people who are supposedly trying to defend Islam by attacking the folks who put up this group, you know, put, put on this event. When you make comments like this one from Chris Matthews, what you're saying is you expect Muslims to be violent. Since we're learning more about the government who opened fire at an event where an anti-Islamic group held a contest on who could draw the lastiest, nastiest cartoon of Muhammad. Do you believe that people set that kind of a mousetrap? Yeah, uh, it's only a mousetrap if you believe that the people you're setting it for are mice, Chris. It's only the cheese only draws rats if you're assuming that they're rats. And that's 
If I were a Muslim, I would be very, very offended. Not that, but the L.A. Times has a piece today. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, articles in the past 24 hours with the headline reading something on the lines of, in wake of Garland attack, is it time to restrict free speech? Answer, no. There are countries in the world that do. There are country, countries in the world that have so-called anti-blasphemy laws. And I don't just mean the Middle East. I mean Canada and Great Britain. Did you know that the United States is the only, it's the only country I know of, and I know it's the only of the kind of developed world that has a right to free speech? Other countries don't do that because they don't. They honestly don't believe in it. When I'm in Ireland, uh, I do Irish radio once a week, and I go over every 18 months or so. And when I'm in Ireland, I get asked all the time, how do you guys have that, that first amendment? That's crazy. We don't want that here. We don't want people just saying anything they want. People in other countries want government control of speech. People, in, in particular, in, quote, progressive countries, they want. And so, for example, in Canada, there have been people who have been prosecuted for saying mean things about Islam. Didn't hit anybody, weren't standing outside a mosque with a rock. And in a magazine, uh, uh, Mark Stein, good friend of mine, prosecuted, found guilty, and then, fortunately, the Canadian Parliament stepped up and, and flipped it over, but uh, for writing a magazine article that was critical of Islam. So in the L.A. Times today, they have the same thing. Texas attack refocuses, refocuses attention on fine line between free speech and hate speech and asks the question, is it time to restrict free speech? Once again, answer, no. And the line of this the article that just shocked me the most was their uh, statement that the event in Texas was designed to cater to, quote, conservatives united in the belief that verbal attacks on radical jihad are free speech. Uh, conservatives are united in it. So, so it's just me and my friends. We're the only ones who are united in the idea that verbal attacks on uh, radical Islam are free speech. If you'd have asked me a couple years ago, I would have said, no, Americans are united in the idea that verbal attacks, that is saying mean things on radical Islam are a form of free speech. Who doesn't agree? 844-404-1067. If you don't agree that verbal attacks on Islam are free speech, I'd love to hear from you because I'd love to know what they are. Also coming up, is it time to throw parents of truant kids into jail? Georgia is considering it. And how do you fail the firefighters exam again and again and again and still get the job as a firefighter? First, sit down when you pee. I am Michael Graham. Good morning. It's 1004 News Radio 1067. I am Michael Graham, your host, MC, star of the show, renowned spoiler of women. Known enemy of the jihad, the geekiest white guy east of, of the Mississippi. I do it. You know, we, we need a, I need to work on my radio ISIS version of that. I tell you what, the top of the 11 o'clock hour, I will do my radio ISIS audition version of that uh, open. And if you have any more suggestions for songs that belong on uh, radio ISIS, now that we know that they have their own radio station, please email me, michael at michaelgram.com. Chesley says, hey, anything by the band Bad Religion? Okay, I'll take that. Um, and uh, uh, someone else tweeted in that it's, uh, uh, what's Cat Stevens' real name now? 
Islam Jihad, whatever he's calling himself. Uh, he has a uh, song called Gonna Get Me a Gun, so maybe that should be on there. But we're, we are wide open to your suggestions uh, as we help the folks at Radio ISIS. You can use the hashtag Radio ISIS Hit Songs, and we'll, uh, we'll find that for you. So over in Barrow County, they are considering doing at the local level what legislators tried to do in 2012 here in Georgia at the state level, which is to say to mom and dad, look, your kids belong in school, and if they don't show up for school, it's on you. Too many unexcused absences may result in mom and dad getting into legal trouble. The school board's discussion includes passing a local ordinance that would make chronic truancy a crime to be prosecuted at the county level by the magistrate court. If they're not in school, we can't educate them, said Matt Thompson with the Barrow County School System. Uh, And so Barrow County says, here's what we're going to do. Ten absences. Unexcused absences is truant. Your kid has 11 absences, and we come after you, mom and dad. Is this a good idea? 844-404-1067. My problem with this, a couple couple levels. Number one, I've never bought the idea that children of parents who don't care should have the same outcome as children of parents who do care. You got little Susie and little Stevie. Little Susie's mom is right there helping her with her homework, making sure she goes to school, making sure she has a good lunch. She you know, gets her involved in after-school activities, uh, you know, make sure she's doing her homework and not playing video games. Across the street, little Stevie's mom could give a crap. Stevie's up till 2 in the morning playing Xbox. He doesn't do his homework. Shows up at school exhausted, doesn't care. Uh, he gets you know straight Fs. Nothing changes because little Susie, because Stevie's mom doesn't care. Are you telling me that after 12 years that little Susie's mom deserves the same outcome for her child that she groomed and helped and pushed and cared about as little Stevie's mom does? Absolutely not. Little Susie will one day be the boss and little Stevie will one day be the minimum wage worker working for little Susie. That's how it's supposed to work. That's called social justice. And I am a social justice worker, no doubt about it. Count me as an SJW here at 844-404-1067. So that's reason number one that I oppose throwing parents in jail for kids who missed too much school. You don't care if your kid's in school? Fine. It's your kid. No skin off my nose. That's completely up to you, mom and dad. The second reason I don't like it is, really, are we going to put everybody in jail now? Is that the plan? Just everybody goes to jail? Jaywalking, go to jail. Gum on the street, go to jail. Haven't you not seen the problems? You know, know one of the pieces that has resulted in the Ferguson-Baltimore era is this decision by local governments to use their cops as revenue generators and go out and get as many people in the, uh, you know, assist in the uh, criminal justice system as possible. So now you're going to start slapping the cuffs on people because Johnny missed 12 days of school. We're going to take up court time, get him a lawyer paid for by us, get him a, you know, uh, put him in a taxpayer funded jail cell. Who's going to watch little Johnny while Mr. and Mrs. Johnny are in jail? I, I just think this is a it's an impractical idea and it's a dumb idea. 
And it also violates the principle that you get what you deserve, which is a principle that I love desperately. It's, so that, those are the reasons why I oppose it at 844-404-1067. So you ask Michael, what are we going to do then? What about parents who won't send their kids to school? Well, I already told you that that's up to them. But if you really want to do something, let's not spend more tax money and let's not make criminals out of crappy parents. Let's approach it from the other end. You're a mom. Your kid misses 10 days of school. You get a letter. Dear Mrs. Smith, if little Johnny misses 11 days, one more day, we will immediately take 10% away from all of your government-funded benefits. You get EBT, you'll get 90% of your EBT. You get AFDC, Aid for Families and Dependent Children, you'll get 90%. Of your, we, we Go through, you get uh, rent support, you'll get 90% of your rent support, and you can pay the difference. But, Michael, that will only affect people who are on the dole. You're absolutely right. And who are the parents whose kids aren't showing up for school? Overwhelmingly, it's the parents of kids. It's the kids of parents who are on the dole. So, yeah, there's my solution. You don't send your kid to school for the 11th day, you lose 10% of your welfare benefits, your EBT, rent, everything else. You don't send your kid for the 12th day, you lose 20%. Third day, 30, and when the kid hits uh, 20 days of no school, you hit zero subsidies. There's my solution right there. Why isn't that common sense solution the right way to go? 844-404-1067. No, don't send parents to jail because their kids aren't in school. And, and I know what you're saying, Michael. What about the kids who won't go? When I was a kid, my parents would put me on the bus and I would get to school. I would jump off the bus and run and hide. And they didn't even know I wasn't there. Well, trust me, when the uh, EBT card slides and it's only got 90% of the cash on it, mom will handle this problem. You remember the beatdown that the guy got in Baltimore when his mom found out he was at the right? Wait till you see the beatdowns that kids who are missing school and costing mom her cable TV payment start getting when the EBT and cash benefits and AFDC start getting cut. 844-404-1067. Jail time for parents whose kids don't go to school. Are you for it or against it? You tell me after you check traffic. Michael Graham now and the Kimmer at noon on News Radio 1067. That's me in the corner. And that's number one of the charts with a bullet. ISIS Radio, Losing My Religion. Uh, the hashtag is Radio ISIS Hit Songs. We're looking for the songs that we'll be playing. Now that we know that ISIS terrorists have their own radio station, uh, 844-404-1067. Uh, and I'd love to hear from you. We're also talking about uh, this push. Uh, Barrow County is going to do what a couple of legislators here in Georgia suggested in 2012. Kids don't show up at school. It is our, uh, uh, the parents then are committing a crime. You know, they're essentially committing a form of child abuse, I guess you would argue. They're not having their kids in school. And so the proposal would be if your kids, if you're, you know, if you hit a certain level of truancy, you got to go to jail for it. Would you support arresting mom or dad, send them down to jail over, um, uh, over truancy? 844-404-1067. Do you think it would do any good? Uh, and do you think we should do something about truancy? Because, as I said, I'm 
I, they're your kids. That's where you want them. That's where you want them. I absolutely oppose laws, for example, that require high school kids to stay in high school past a certain age. And you can argue if it's that age should be 18, 17, 16. But I'm sorry. I, maybe it's because I went to school with 16 and 17-year-olds who had no interest in being in school in Peelian, South Carolina. It was a waste of their time. It was a waste of the class time. It was a waste of my Everybody lost when these particularly guys were forced to sit in class, bored, not doing any work. Then they were never going to care. They were never going to do it. And the teachers would waste all this energy trying to educate people who didn't want to be educated. My answer is, let them leave. You're 16. You don't want to be in high school anymore? Fine. Leave. And then one day when you're ready, when you have kind of figured out what you want out of life, then you go get your GED. Then you go do whatever you need to do. Because a, a, a person who wants to learn, you can't stop them. But a person who doesn't want to learn, you can't make them. So why waste time sending kids to school who don't want to be there? The fewer kids who don't want to be there, the better for the kids who do. And those are the kids I care about. 844-404-1067. Leanne, you are on the air with Michael Graham. Thanks for the call. Hello, Leanne. Yes, hello. Hi, go right ahead. Um, well, I I agree with you on some parts of it. Um, however, I do feel like that there are children that need, their parents need a wake-up call. Uh, older kids, I'm like you, I've seen it. They're they're just going to be in the school causing trouble. But if we could at least keep them in there till 16, and hopefully they have a chance to start caring about their education. And if their parents don't care, we need the community to care because... So you what know, should we? So what should going? we do to the parents who don't do it the way the community likes? I'm not sure that jail is the solution. Okay. So what, um, would you support my idea of stripping away uh, government-funded benefits, percentage by I do, percentage? I do. So I, I think that's an excellent idea. But then you're going to have the backlash of them saying, "Well, the reason the government decided they needed X Y Z amount is mm-hmm. because they need X Y Z amount." And that's not contingent on anything that their child does because that household still needs $427 of Look, I, I, I have no problem thinking that they need it and there's an easy way for them to get it. Then get their kid into school. And so I, I, I have no problem if, if, a, if a mom and dad go hungry because they're too lazy, dumb to get their kid into school. That's fine. A couple nights of growling stomachs, fine with me. Maybe... They will learn the lesson. But once again, for those of you who say, oh, Michael, that's so mean. Fine. Then leave them alone entirely. And who cares if the kids show up for school and don't or don't? Who cares? That's that's for parents to decide. See, I believe in parenting. And if you're a parent, who cares? Your kid deserves a better outcome. What? Let me ask it this way. And then we'll go straight back to the phones. What's the difference between saying, Michael... We're going to put parents in jail whose kids don't show up. And, Michael, we're going to put jail parents in jail whose kids don't do homework. It's not fair that Michael Graham's kids do their homework because their mom makes them or their dad makes them. It's not fair that Susie Jones's kids do their homework. They do their science projects. They study. It's not fair. So these kids need to do their homework, too. So we're going to put you in jail for homework. Why, what's the difference? I mean, if, if this really is your argument that somehow you're going to make justice out of this it's not going to happen parents who suck are parents who suck throwing them in jail will just be parents who suck in jail (laughs) they'll just be more expensive parents who suck 
And you're on the air with Michael Graham. Thanks for the call. Hey, uh, you know what? This is stupid, stupid. I've I had one of these kinds of people who didn't show up or show out, who got off the bus and who took the mail and ripped it up, and I would never get a notice anyway. When there was a landline, they could get, when they get in the house, they just erase the message. Sure, absolutely. It is just the dumbest thing. No matter, you can go to all the, 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 the meetings there that they host there for parents that did that. But this other stuff where teachers are saying, oh, you can go out when a, when, when a kid in high school will say, well, I've got to go out to my car. It's on the parking lot. Right. And I left my stuff in the car. Uh, we lost your phone, I'm sorry to say, but thank you. I mean, look, kids who don't want to go find a way not to go. God, okay, parents. How many parents have had kids or how many of you were kids where your, your mother says, you're not wearing that. You're not leaving this house wearing that, young lady. And so what did you do? You shoved what you wanted to wear in your backpack. You got out. You got to school or someplace. You went in the bathroom. You came out wearing exactly what you wanted. This is real life. You think jail is going to change this? Jerome is on News Radio 1067. Good morning, Jerome. How are you doing, Mark? Doing great. I know I'm kind of hard to hear because I'm driving a truck, but my, my comment is all parents that have kids that are not interested in school are not necessarily on government benefits. Sometimes they just have kids that don't care about it. That's right. And then I don't think the parents should be punished because sometimes when the parents are at work trying to maintain a household, they don't know if they kids at school. They have to trust them. Uh, you know, I, I, you're right about them having to trust him. So, you, what would you do? Would you do nothing? Just say, "Hey, it's one of those things," and go on? No, uh, I think the child should be punished because that's who's future they're messed up in the first place. They're all. So, uh, you're right. I'm up trouble you're hearing you very quickly. What would the punishment for the student be? Maybe not even punishment. They don't want to go. They don't don't waste the electricity for life at the space they would have been sitting in. Jerome, I gotta let you go. We're just so hard to hear. I'm interested in this idea that you can punish the kids somehow. I can't think of a lot of things that would work on punishing a kid except for a driver's license, taking away a driver's license. Well, that doesn't help with any kid under, you know, 15, 16. So right away, there's, there's, what, what, are you going to take away their Xbox? That ain't going to happen. Uh, and then once a kid's old enough for a driver's license, if he doesn't want to go to school, guess what? Don't make him. Let him go get a job. There is nothing that makes high school seem wonderful. Like having to work your butt off 40 hours a week in a sucky minimum wage. You will suddenly discover you love biology class. You will, you will be up the front row reading the Shakespeare as loud as you can after a few weeks of actually having to work your butt off. And if you're not, good on you. Go out, start your work life, and uh, good luck with that. I am Michael Graham. Playing all your jihadi hits, this is Radio ISIS. La, 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 la. It's 1034. Oh, yeah. Michael Graham continuing my audition to become the drive time guy at Radio Isis. By the way, Braves fans, all season long, when the Braves score five more runs, you score at Express Oil Change and Service Center with dollars off their full service oil change. Didn't get it done last night, but tonight is it's Tuesday. Since it's two for Tuesday, tomorrow you get to double every dollar for five or more runs from Express Oil uh, change and service center. So uh, be sure to check that out. 844-404-1067. Um, and so we were, we're talking about the push in Barrow County to do what's been proposed at the statewide level here 
in Georgia. That is to jail parents whose kids skip too much school. Eight four 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 zero four one zero six seven. If you agree, disagree, and if uh, if you don't want them in jail, I don't. Then what is your solution? And I will accept nothing as a solution. You know, not all problems have a solution, and not all problems have a solution that's not worse than the problem. So, oh, I'm sorry. I have to pause for a second. I just, I just look up at the screens, and there it is, CNN, free speech or hatred. Oh, I'm sorry. So if you say mean things, if you say something about hate, you lose your free speech rights. And there's a rabbi, Rick Jacobs, saying exactly that. Uh, they don't have free speech protection because what they're saying is hate. Well, I don't know how a cartoon, literally a cartoon with no words in it, you're calling that hate in Garland, uh, Texas. Uh, I would uh, challenge you to look at the cartoon. I have uh, one of the cartoon drawings up on my Facebook page, and it just shows uh, 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 Muhammad with a sword going, why must you uh, draw me? Uh, and the answer is from the hand that's drawing him is because you say I can't. That's hate speech. How is that hate speech? Well, Michael, you don't understand. All Muslims view, not not all, many Muslims view drawing the prophet as hate. So what? Who cares? I don't care how you view it. It's not hate. So the fact that you have a juvenile primitive view, any representation of the prophet is uh, uh, forbidden and I shall kill the infidel. That has nothing to do with Pamela Geller or the people of Texas. That's your problem. The fact that you view it as hate, it's all on you. But this is, name another group who would have to answer. When did CNN ever drag ACT UP, the people throwing condoms in priests' faces and throwing fake blood in the floor of churches, and ask them, well, is that really free speech or is that hate? When did that happen? When did they ever drag the guy who did Piss Christ into uh, the studio? Is this this free speech and art or is it hate? When did they ever drag the guy who painted the Virgin Mary in elephant dung? Did you? No, No one. This is the only situation where the media demand that the people being shot at, the people catching the bullets, have to explain why there's something wrong with people shooting at them, why it's not their fault. This is the only one. And, and, and so the headline, free speech or spreading hatred, are we going to put people in jail for, quote, spreading hatred? Is that really what you want, my friends on the left? CNN, AJC, is that really what you want? People in jail for, quote, spreading hate. Because I know plenty of people who think that every time a pastor steps stands up and preaches about issues like, sexuality that he or she is spreading hate you're gonna put them in jail oh man (laughs) this is i don't know if i should be scared that you're this evil my anti-free speech friends on the left or i should if i should be scared that you're this stupid i'm I'm trying to figure out which one is more frightening 844-404-1067 speaking of stupid what do we do about parents who don't send their kids to school let's ask mike mike you're on the air with michael graham Hey, Michael. Uh, this is Mike. Uh, matter of fact, I've just pulled into the downtown area of Winder, Georgia, which is the county seat for Barrow County. Yes, Barrow County, Winder, absolutely. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, I didn't know about this. I have. Uh, uh, I don't have any children in school any longer, but I will tell you that it's been my experience that we have given, as a group, uh, all sorts of power to teachers and school administrators right. to um, 
to diagnose our children as being psychologically deranged or physical problems. And these teachers that are making these reports and coming up uh, with these things, are, are they have no training in it other than a class that they took. They've got no practical experience. They're educated from birth until they come into the teaching world. And now we're talking about giving them judicial authority to, to uh, have someone put in jail. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I, I, uh, so what So what then do you say to people who say, well, what about the kids not going to school, though? What about the poor children? Well, you know, the children, I hate to say it, but some of the children don't need to be in school. When they get to the point that they are so, deceit, so deceitful and so uh, they misbehave so mm-hmm. much that the parent – uh, can't force them to go to school. They're gonna would. I don't want my children or my grandchildren to be in a class with people that really don't want to be there because it disrupts them. Uh, all the program of No Child Left Behind, where oh we're going to average everybody's grades right. so everybody passes. You know that's just not the practical nature of the world it's also not what i want thanks for the great call i want to get more calls on here Dwayne says michael i've got this solution on the 11th excuse unexcused absence in barrow county the child should just be fingerprinted with a mugshot. it's called proactive thinking hey emory wants to jump in and help me out with my audition for radio isis we're looking for hits radio isis hit songs is the hashtag emory you got one for us oh yes acdc's dirty deeds done dirt cheap This is Mohammed Graham with my shout out to my friends in the jihad. Allahu Akbar. 844 404 1067. Kurt, you are on with Michael Graham. Go right ahead, please. Uh, yeah, I was calling about the uh, Barrow County School. Right. Instead of sending them to jail, court order them to have to go to Saturday school or after hours classes until the time is made up. Ah, now do you think the uh, parents will get them there? If you make a court order. So, in other words, you'd have a buffer before jail. Before you go to jail, you've got a chance to get it right by having them go to after school or weekend school. That'd work. But at the end, they still go to jail if they don't do it. I guess that'd have to be it. That would have to be it. But what if, they, if the kids don't want to learn, why are you making them go? Well, uh, that's because that is the question I keep coming back to at 844-404-1067. Vern is on News Radio 1067. Go ahead, Vern. Yeah, um, I have a problem with a parent being arrested because we may not even know that their child is out right. of school. There are certain reasons, you know, like uh, now if the parent is just keeping them out of school, now they should be arrested. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, like I said, I... It depends on the situation and the parents being going to jail. But if the parents say, I don't care enough to get my kids to school, you would put them in jail. I mean, I put them in jail, but I'd make them do something uh, uh, like uh, community service or do something, you know, because I, I, I understand that sometimes kids. If they're in class, they just love the other class. The rest of the students sure, are So how about this? How about take away government subsidies? If the if the family's getting EBT, you take away a piece of the EBT. If they're getting rent control, you get a you know, rent subsidy. Why not do it that way? In other words, here we are. We're America. We are literally feeding clothing and housing you. We're not asking you to go to work anymore because we've abandoned welfare reform, particularly under this president. We're not asking you to contribute in any way. 
We're just asking to get your little crumb cruncher to school so maybe we can shove enough sense in his or her head so that they won't end up living on the dole. And if you're not willing to do that little bit for all the stuff that we are giving you out of the goodness of our heart, well, then you then you obviously don't care that much about the stuff we're giving you. You won't keep that into the deal. We'll be glad to take some of that money back. 844-404-1067. Michael Graham now and the Kimmer at Noon on News Radio 1067. Your home of Ahmed in the morning and Muhammad the Mad Camel on your ride home. Radio ISIS. It's 1051. I am Michael Graham. My audition for Radio Isis continues the hashtag Radio Isis hit songs. If you know what songs they would be playing there. Also, some people in the professionally offended community are upset by the celebration of Cinco de Cuatro. And I have insisted with a soccer boy whose family is uh, is uh, Columba, Eurotaraguarian, that we not do this in any offensive way. Are we doing OK, soccer boy, if we failed to offend you? Pretty good so far. Do you still want ice cream? I still want ice cream. Want ice cream? Okay, because I don't want to offend. This is what I'm told. Don't buy sombreros, ponchos, or faked mustaches on Cinco de Cuatro. Is that true? See, I did that last year. But is it okay uh, for me it? to do that? See, I don't know. I don't, See, I'm I came with sombrero, the multicolored poncho, and I had a little fake mustache. This is from angry college students who say this. No frat parties on Cinco de Cuatro. That's offensive because frat parties are... Rape clubs. So you should not do that. Uh, don't turn Fiesta into P-H-I Fiesta. But, you know, if you're Delta Tau Phi or whatever you are, that's not good. Stop calling guacamole guac. It's very offensive. Guacamole is delicious, but the word comes from indigenous Nahuatl language. So make efforts to pronounce it in its entirety. Is that right? Should we never say guac? Is that offensive? Does that offend you? Nah, not, not me. So when I call you Sir Guac's a lot behind your back, it doesn't bother you? I don't okay, just want to make sure. That's okay. So, so anyway, so keep your Cinco de Cuatro comments uh, in line and non-offensive because I don't want to have to dump anybody. If you're wondering why we call it uh, Cinco de Cuatro, it's because I, of course, support my president. Welcome the uh, Cinco de Cuatro. <laughs> Cinco de Mayo at the White House. Uh, we are a day early, but uh, we always like to get a head start here uh, at the there Obama White House. Cinco de Cuatro, the fourth, the fifth of fourth, as the president says. He's my president, damn it. He should be yours, too. Is it time to send parents of truant kids to jail? Let's ask Dan. Dan, you are on the air. Hello? Hello, Dan. Take it away. Hey, this is Dan. Well, it's right ahead. We're, we're listening. Hey, I got a couple of comments. Uh, the first one is the feels are already cold now. They're yep. sleeping on top of each other. And then the second one is I've been told every time a county takes in the inmate, they get up to sleep around all the day by having the inmates. So they're, they're uh, getting revenue. Okay. And I, I don't know why any kid wouldn't enjoy going to school. The kids grow the best five years of my life. <laughs> I appreciate the the insights. He's right though about the jails. Jails cost somebody money, and they don't make us any money. I know they provide Sheriff Victor Hill with his, the lifestyle to which he has grown accustomed, and he's also accustomed to walking away from crimes he commits. Jason is on News Radio. Take it away, Jason. Hey, Michael. How are you this Fine, morning? Fine, sir. 
Hey, my my take on this is I say we build another school. Okay. And you take these kids who are delinquent and don't want to go to school, take them away from the parents, put them in this school. And make it, I don't care if they're doing this in the eighth grade. They start from eighth grade okay. and make them go every day until they graduate, and then they're released. And put make it like a prison if you have to. Force them in there. Make them build, build dormitories. Put them in this so they have to get up and they have to go. Because if we don't and we just let them go mm-hmm. and say, okay, I just don't want to go to school. Well, I just don't want a job. Right. And we're going to be paying for it later right. anyway, so why not force them into a school that they uh, have to go to? So, Jason, what? just curious, what would you say to the mom who, as you're dragging her child away against her will, and she's saying, but I'm the mother. This is my child. It's not your child. Your response to her would be what? I'm sorry. She, he, they should have been in school. They oh. need to be in school. And you did not do your job of making sure they were in school. Okay. So no jail for the parents, but education jail yeah. sort of for the kids. You know, there are a lot of us of uh, homeschoolers uh, who would be uncomfortable with that solution because there are, they know there are plenty of people who think homeschool should not be legal and that you should not be allowed to opt your child out of uh, a professional education and that only certified teachers should be able to. So how about it? Homeschooling moms and dads, would you be okay with the government being able to decide your child needs to be, quote, in school and taking them away from you you tell me man we have so much to talk about more radio isis and how can you get a great gig as a firefighter without passing the test well it helps if you're a girl And so what I want to see first and foremost is I want to see officers stop using lethal force as a first resort and use it as a last resort. I don't want to be insulting the freedom of speech. Everyone has the right to freedom of speech, and and it's good to stand by that principle. But these people are not standing by that principle. They're standing by the principle of hatred for other people. We have a dictionary of Klingon. We ought to have a dictionary of Clintonism. This is the Michael Graham Show on News Radio 1067. Welcome, uh... The Cinco de Cuatro. <laughs> Alahu Ekbosh, and welcome back to Radio Isis. I'm your host, Kasim Kasim. That was Almost Paradise by Loverboy, a long-distance dedication to Ahmed from his brothers at Al-Qaeda Local 127, who want to remind him, this time, make sure the detonator is plugged in. Oh, you crazy guys. Hey, now it's contest time on Radio Isis. We'll take the third bomber at 800 Jihadi for your chance to win a weekend at the famous Goat Ranch in the wilds of Kandahar. And yes, guys, they're real goats. You know what they say, what happens in Kandahar stays in Kandahar. Am I right? And now, a song every young jihadi loves to hear right before he plows his explosive-laden car into a crowd of infidels. From Madonna, it's like a virgin. And guys, we'd hit that 72 times. Am I right? It's 11.06. I am Michael Graham. Did I mention I'm a known enemy of the jihad? Yeah, welcome to the show. The phone number 844-404-1067. You can email me, michael at michaelgram.com. If you miss any part of the show, by the way, 
We post it as a podcast every day. Brandon does an outstanding job. Just go to michaelgram.com and you'll see a little bot podcast button hosted by Matt or sponsored by Matt Hermes and Hermes Realty Group. And Matt, thanks for doing that. Uh, so there's a ton of stuff going on, obviously, and you're welcome to comment on any of it. My main concern is given the wobbly stature of radio in America, I'm thinking maybe Radio Jihad, maybe my uh, Radio ISIS might be my future. And so if you have any music to suggest for my audition tape, as I try to go, you know, to make my place as Muhammad Graham with uh, Radio Isis. The hashtag is Radio Isis Hit Songs. And so if you have a song to suggest, please email it or call or whatever. But give me the music. I will uh, take it. We're also talking about the plans in Barrow County to do what's been suggested for all of Georgia. Parents go to jail if kids don't show up for school. Too many days as truant should parents go to school. And then... As bad as it was yesterday, it's gotten worse today. The attack on the people in Texas who got shot at because they were doing something wrong. And uh, one of the uh, uh, guys on MSNBC, terrorism analyst Evan Coleman, says, Hey, uh, what are you guys uh, dragging Islam into this for? I don't think it's any great revelation that if you shout fire in a crowded theater and you incite people and you say nasty invective about people's ancestors and their religious symbols, that there are a couple of crazy nutcases that are going to come out of the woodwork and are going to try to take action over that. But that has nothing to do with Islam. There are Christians, there are Jews, there are plenty of other people from other faiths who have done the exact same thing. So name one. Name a single death in the modern era at the hands of a Christian over a cartoon or a picture or a song or a movie or a play or a jar of urine and a crucifix or a uh, Virgin Mary painted an elephant dung. Name one, 844-404-1067. And look, I, as a conservative, and I am, and I, 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 I love the fact that so many people with so many different viewpoints listen to the show. And I hope you always feel welcome because I am bored at parties where everyone agrees with the same opinion. I hate that. Plus, I just spent eight years in Boston where no one was allowed to have my opinion. So I know what it's like to constantly get beaten up because you don't have the majority opinion. I hope everyone feels welcome on the show. But I'm happy, speaking on behalf of conservatives, we will take the the mantle. We will accept the award as the only defenders of free speech in America. If that's what you want. If you want to equate free speech and freedom with conservatism, we'll take it. And that's exactly what the L.A. Times says uh, the cartoon contest was re- organized by Pamela Geller, an arch conservative, as a rallying point for cartoonists and conservatives united in their belief. This is the key part. United in their belief that verbal attacks on radical Islam are a form of free speech. Our belief that verbal attacks are free speech. It's just a belief, just an opinion. That's all it is. Okay, Really? So you want to give that to us, you, my friends who are li- my, my liberal friends, my W.A.B.E. friends. You all want to give us those are those people who think that verbal stuff is free speech. OK, we'll take it. Happy, happy to. But I, what a disgraceful moment for American progressives and liberals and Democrats to say, oh, we're not the free peace. Sure, no, sweet pot, Charlie, not us over here. OK, the L.A. Times. The belief that verbal attacks on Islam are a form of free speech, which is the conservative view, says the L.A. Times. Wow. 
844-404-1067. Uh, there's one other thing I want to um, uh, add to the conversation here, and it has to do with this, uh, the, the view that you and I just can't talk to each other as people, that I have to be a member of a group. Oh, Michael, you're the white guy, southern guy group, and someone over here is in the black person group, and someone over here is in the Muslim group, whatever. I'm one of those people that likes to believe in just you are what you do, and you can achieve what you can achieve. And if you're a parent who says no kids, that your kids aren't going to go to school, that's that's on you. If you're the parent who says my kids are going to study more than everyone else, that's great. If you're Wake up every day and go out and exercise and are in great shape. That's terrific. If you are, did you just hear the newscast about we're going to have a national tax on sugary soft drinks? And one of the groups pushing it is the Hispanic Latino group because, quote, Hispanic children are more susceptible to sugary drinks. Uh, you mean they're susceptible to having their parents give them sugary drinks? Says, I don't know about you. I never got a Coke or Pepsi or Mountain Dew when I was a kid unless my parents or some adult gave it to me. By the way, soccer boy who happens to be a Hispanic Latino of South American derivation. Is it true that you are more susceptible to sugary drinks? I mean, maybe. I I never was. Should we celebrate Cinco de Cuatro with sugar-free beverages? Should it only be aspartame today? Is that part of the Cinco de Cuatro? Is there a sugar-free Dos Equis? I don't, I don't know if there is, but we will find that. Also, i got to get you your ice cream. Kimmer at noon on News Radio 106.7. Hey, this is Mohammed the Mad Camel. Join me this weekend as I'll be appearing at the middle of a stoning. I'll be throwing rocks at a woman who cheated on her husband by looking at a newspaper, and we will be setting fire to every church we can find. Come on out. We'll be there from 3 to 5. We will be giving you $5 off any kind of oil change. This is Radio Isis. La, 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 Good morning, it's 1119. I am Michael Gray. I'm so glad that you are here and so glad that you are part of the conversation. And you're also here to straighten me out, and I appreciate that. I truly do. I, I, you'll never hear me tell you that I have all the answers or, you know, I'm the smartest guy in the room, have my brain tied by my sphincter or whatever. I'm just trying to figure out how the world works, and I appreciate uh, your help. And also your help uh, figuring out how we're going to do my Radio Isis uh, audition. Use the hashtag uh, Radio Isis Hit Songs. Don't forget, it's also Cinco de Cuatro today, so be sure to enjoy that. By the way, I made some Chipotle chicken chili last night. That rocked. I got the recipe from the Pioneer Woman, I think it is. She's on one of the... My wife watches the food shows, reality shows. Did you bring me some? Uh, you know what? I didn't, but i tell you what we'll do. Tomorrow? Tomorrow morning? I will, I will bring in absolutely. We will have Chipotle chicken breakfast right here. Chipotle chicken chili, and you put uh, a beer in it halfway through the cooking pro about halfway through the cooking process. It, it's too terrific. Um uh, yeah, <laughs> well, I'm just trying to get with get feel your love, man. I'm trying to you know trying to feel you. So, uh, and I I use the chipotle peppers with a couple of big scoops of the adobo sauce in it. Ah, oh, fantastic. Uh, before we get back to the phones here, I Mike Huckabee is announcing he's running for president. It's happening like right now. He's just doing it. He had Tony Orlando show up. To perform at his announcement. As soon as Tony Orlando shows up, you're just done. I, 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 if you tweeted me a Tony Orlando tweet, I would block you. So there's no way I'm going to vote for a guy. There's one of things about uh, the people who've just gotten in, into the race for president. Ben Carson. I understand why people are passionate about Ben Carson. 
but he's just not, you know, he's, he's not up at that level where he's ready to run. Carly Fiorina, I'm definitely keeping an eye, an eye on her. Uh, not sure that I want to be president, but she's an interesting person and she's making some uh, great economic arguments about the Obama legacy. Same thing that's worthwhile. But then you got people that are, that you just, I'm embarrassed. I would be embarrassed to say that I was voting for them. You know what I mean? Uh, in, uh, in the past, one of those people was, and I don't mean this in any radio way, but I'm just telling you the natural truth, what, what's, what's Harmon Kane? I mean, the idea that I'm going to vote for this pizza guy who's, you know, hitting on chicks in his car, I mean, it's not going to happen. And I would have been, I never would have said I'm voting for Herman Cain, and I would have been embarrassed to say I was voting for Herman Cain. Same thing with Mike Huckabee. I mean, Mike Huckabee's day is so gone, and now, I mean, he's a he's a banjo-playing TV cable guy with Tony Orlando. I'm not voting for him. And you know who else is on my list? Hillary Clinton. How can you say with a straight face that you're going to vote for Hillary Clinton? Not because of Democrat public, because she's such a joke. She's such a joke of a parody of a joke of a, well, I, I took uh, $2 billion, but I don't know what you're talking about. And I was just a secretary of state taking money from foreign governments. And it was all went to my husband. Do you know about the latest? You, you, you do know about uh, Bill Clinton saying, I got to keep giving speeches because I'm only worth $150 million. So she's now running for president. Will you continue to give speeches? Oh, yeah. I, I got to pay our bills. <laughs> so then he gets asked. But, dude, you got all this money coming in from foreign governments and from foreign companies that now control 20% of America's uranium supply. You got this money coming from foreign countries that are doing business with Iran. You don't see a problem with that? Plus, the Clinton Foundation not revealing who they got the money from and lying. You lied when you said that that the information wasn't available. And his answer was, listen to this, quote, the Clinton Foundation never did anything knowingly inappropriate. When it accepted millions. That's who you're voting for. You're voting for the, well, it wasn't knowingly inappropriate. Are are, are you bleeping kidding me? I love the phrase knowingly inappropriate. Do you know any normal person who says, I didn't do anything knowingly inappropriate. You say, I didn't do anything inappropriate. This is classic Clinton speech. Somebody ought to make a dictionary. We have a dictionary of Klingon. We ought to have a dictionary of Clintonism. (laughs) Uh, I didn't do anything knowingly inappropriate. You know, that's that is the equivalent of, well, I didn't have sex with her. I was telling the truth. It depends on your definition of the word is. I I didn't have sex with her. She had sex with me. Okay, you're going to vote for that. You really are going to vote for. I had to hide my emails to foreign governments in my basement where my dog ate them. You're really going to vote for that. I literally not Michael Graham spin. I literally took millions of dollars from people who now control the U.S. uranium supply after changes were made in the law while I was secretary of state so that they could take it over. And now the Russians control American uranium. I was one of the people who made it possible. I took millions of dollars while it happened. And you're voting for me. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Hillary Clinton is the Creflo dollar of American politics. Everyone knows she's a crook. If you give her the money for the private jet, it's on you. 844-404-1067. Got a lot of different things going on, obviously. Uh, uh, Kenneth is on News Radio 1067. Good morning, Kenneth. Hey, guys. I have two quick ones. Uh, One is by a band called The Exploited. It's called Let's Start a War. (laughs) Okay. And the other one is by a band called Dead Kennedy's Hint Hint. 
and it's called Holiday in Cambodia. Because I'm sure they would appreciate a man like you know, upstanding citizen like Pol Pot. Pol Pot would fit right in with the uh, message on Radio ISIS. They would probably have Pol Pot Day every day. Uh, so thanks for those suggestions. Those are songs for our Radio ISIS radio stations. More of your phone calls coming up. Plus, I've been promising you, you get it coming up next. How to become a firefighter even after you've failed the test. If you're a feminist, you know what I mean. I'm Michael Graham. This podcast of The Michael Graham Show is brought to you by Matt Hermes. If you have a high-end home and you're looking to sell, call Matt at Keller Williams Realty. Matt Hermes specializes in luxury homes in areas like Hamilton Mill, Sugarloaf, Chateau Elan, and more. For more information, visit atlantahomesguru.com forward slash radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.